0: RadioInfluence.com You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence.
1: Hello everybody, this is Ian Beckles and welcome back to In the Trenches. Um, I don't have to ask whether your life is affected by what's happening out there and uh, there's no way it can't be so hopefully everybody's staying safe washing your hands and uh, uh, staying away from people for the next little while because we need this thing to settle in a little bit uh, Still things going on in football uh, they decided to have the draft which is good don't know why they wouldn't there were still naysayers out there that don't want to have the draft and why, why the hell not I don't understand why what's gonna be hurt in this whole situation It's business that you could do through you know a telephone. Let people do it. Let's let's progress. I don't understand why anybody would want to uh, kind of stop that whole thing from happening. Now, um, Jason would just tell me there's an all-decade team that just came out, and no Buccaneers are on it. So. No Buccaneers deserve to be on it. I'm not going to go over them all. Um, You know, the only one I was thinking might make it on is General McCoy. He did not make it, and uh, I can keep my sanity. That's good. Now, the Buccaneers are coming out with their new uniforms here. uh, Next couple days or so, Uh, I don't know much about what's going on. I've seen a couple mock-ups of uniforms. I don't know whether they're legitimate or not. Uh, I'd like to see some more orange in there would be nice. Uh, I've heard they're going to be white helmets, which makes sense when win this heat. Um, and until then, we won't be able to see a Tom Brady jersey. Um, and we're going to go from there. Tom Brady will be number twelve. Uh, Chris Godwin did give him the number. Um, you know, didn't ask for anything in return. Probably a wise thing. You know, if you you stick the goat for something and he doesn't like it and he has to pay it, you want to get on the goat's bad side to start the season? I don't think so. You know, Chris, Chris Goblin, for what I heard is, uh, uh, is an honorable cat, got good character and he did the right thing and it'll come back to him. There's no doubt in my mind when you take care of somebody, it always comes back to you. Trust me on this one. And that's some, that's an old cat giving you that kind of advice. So, you know, the draft is coming up around the corner. Um, you will not, and I repeat, will not hear any mock drafts from me. Never. um, I would say out of all the whole thing, the Bucs are going to go for an offensive lineman. I would think in the first round, second round, maybe a running back. Um, and Once again, I'm not the guy to sit here and go over all the all the potential running backs and the potential offensive line. You know why? Because I didn't study them. And you know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to tell you what the F Mel Kuyper says about that guy. Because Mel Kuyper is always wrong. All right? So unless I study somebody and I study a situation, I'm not going to try to give even my opinion. I mean, I can't give you an opinion on the offensive lineman in the draft because I didn't study them. I don't barely know their names. And the problem is that a lot of people in the media will stop, keep on spitting out names, and they don't know anything about them. Oh, the Bucks, should pay, the Bucks should take Tua or this should. This team should take Tua. Do you know anything about him? Do you know his weaknesses? Do you know his strengths? No, you're just listening to what everybody else says. So I, I don't. I don't want to do that. I, I, a lot of people do that, and I, I just try not. I try to stay away from that myself. Um, once again, the draft is going to be happening. Donald Trump says he wants the NFL to start on time. Now, Donald Trump is not one to dig into statistics or have any reason to say anything ever uh everybody wants the nfl to start on time now would you bet on it right now would you bet your money on it at this moment because a lot of things need to happen between now and july the training camp starts in july a lot of things need to happen between now and july before we have a training camp with that many people bumping into each other with saliva on a football field okay a lot has to happen, and I I I wouldn't bet on it at this moment. You know, people are starting to, you know, uh, uh, postpone and uh, I mean there's nothing's happening. <laughs> there, you know, the Masters isn't going to happen till November. You know, they're they're postponing things in Wimbledon that are happening in July. Therefore, training camp's probably not going to happen. Okay, so uh, you know, put on your big boy pants because this is not going to be. A couple weeks like some people want it to be and that's let's stop saying that because this thing is in full swing okay and that's not me that's the expert speaking I don't give a crap about politics I want to hear what the experts say and the experts are scared and everybody should be scared and if you're not well then you're the reason or you're the, you're the problem because everybody should be scared right now everybody should be staying away from people Tom Dempsey uh, the old school name, uh, the guy who kicked the 63-yard field goal back in the day for the Saints, had half a foot and half, a, and didn't have any hand. Um, you know, he just died from coronavirus or complications from the coronavirus. Tony Baselli, Hall of Fame offensive tackle, played in my time. He was in the hospital for five days for the coronavirus. You don't, you think Tony Baselli's a tough son of a bitch? I heard he's in great shape in the hospital for five days from coronavirus so let's stop saying that this is only affecting young people and it won't hurt me and i'm this and i'm that it's killing people so let's figure out ways to to get this thing out of here now the draft is going to be virtual so they're going to be you know going from either homes or hotel rooms um You know, the GMs and the scouts would be the ones pretty much taking care of this. Usually you see a bunch of people congregated in a room. That ain't going to happen this time. Um, But once again, is it going to be a lot harder for these scouts to make this thing happen? Yes, absolutely. It's going to be harder because they didn't get a chance to interview a lot of these guys, to give another workout to a lot of these guys. Um, But you have to to earn your money. What the NFL has to do is maybe give them a little bit more time to – to choose in between uh, picks. And other than that, just put on your big boy pants and do what you got to do. Everybody's in the same boat. Okay. It's not like your team is getting screwed more than anybody else's team. Who's really getting screwed. And when you think about it is, you know, the Buccaneers who are one of those teams that have a new quarterback, but can you imagine the teams that have new coaches? There's teams out there that have brand new coaches that just brought them in. And your coach hasn't even met with the players yet. The players don't get a chance to hear anything you have to say in the off season. I mean, they may get together on some kind of a Skype-looking thing. I don't know, but that ain't the same as learning in a classroom and learning on a football field. No way. So we're you know in trouble a little bit because we have Tom Brady coming in and is, is, is as intelligent as he is as a football player, you, you can't just pick up a system that quickly. And it not, not for it to be second nature. That's not an easy thing to do. It's going to be hard to do by the end of the season in a perfect circumstance. This is hardly perfect for anybody in any situation. So there's a lot of uh, coaches right now that uh, are in uncharted waters. They've never been here before. They don't know how to coach away from players. How the hell are you going to teach a rookie? You know, your system. How? You know, in the offseason, you, you, know, you have the draft and, your rookie comes in and your free agents come in. You're learning and teaching the system. Now, you you know, nobody's together. It's going to be tough. OK, so we're not you know, whining and moaning about it. We got Tom Brady. That's good. But it ain't going to be the same as getting Tom Brady. And he would have had three mini camps and off season and working out with Chris Godwin and working out with Mike Evans and working out with OJ Howard, you know, and Cameron Brate. He has to figure these things out. He doesn't know how fast Cameron Braid is compared to O.J. Howard. He doesn't understand, you know, how Chris Godwin runs routes. And that's something you have to feel. And training camp's not where it's supposed to happen. You, gotta, you better know it by training camp. Once you're in training camp, you, you have to be learning the system, learning the verbiage, learning the new snap count, learning the feel of all your new players, trying to be a leader to new people that don't even know you. I mean, that's, that's not an easy thing. I mean, if one person has to do it, it's Tom Brady can get it done. I'm not worried about Tom Brady. But it's not going to be as smooth as it would have been if, you know, if this was a normal offseason. So, you know, our Buccaneer team with the draft coming up, um, like I said, they're going to go offensive line, maybe running back. There's a bunch of good running backs out there that may fall. Uh, I know uh, my boy from Wisconsin, Jonathan Taylor, I like, I like from LSU. Um, uh, Deandre Swift from Georgia, he'll probably be gone, but if any of those guys fall or figure out a way to get to that number two spot, you know, snag them. Hopefully you got that offensive lineman, you know, in the, in that first round. And, you know, when you're looking at our Buccaneer team this year, a lot of people are jumping on the bandwagon and, you know, p- predicting they're going to have a great season. And when you look at a lot of other teams, y- 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 you see some, you see, older players that have seen their best days and sometimes those teams win, but the Buccaneers have a bunch of football players and in, in different positions that could only get better. You know, when you talk about Vita Vey, if Vita Vey doesn't get better next year, it's because he got hurt. You see how much better Vita got from year, forget about year one, from week six to week 16 in the first year. And then you see how much better he got all of last year. I mean, his improvement's going straight up. And he's just figuring it out now. And he's a three hundred and fifty something pound dancing bear and he's tough to block. Cause, you know, he works edges, he's two three hundred and fifty pounds, and he and he can move. It got a little nasty to him too. So Vita it has the potential to be one of the best. He just doesn't understand the game wholeheartedly yet. He's pretty darn good. Like I think Vita may mess around and make it to a Pro Bowl this year if the Buccaneers play well defensively. Devin white to me after he you know got got back after his injury played as well as anybody in the middle, middle linebacker there's no way he's not going to be better next year once again stay healthy shaq Barrett I mean Shaq Barrett just came on the scene is his statistics gonna be better I don't know that I don't know he's not gonna probably not gonna get more than 19 and a half sacks but he'll be a better football player and he you know he impressed me last year with his motor and you know his want to and not everybody has both, but Shaq Barrett can play. And Shaq Barrett's going to turn into uh, a leader. Our whole secondary has to get better. And they got better exponentially throughout the year last year. I mean, go look at the film. Beginning of the season, the Bucks' defensive backs were the worst unit in all of football. And by mid-season they started playing a little better. By the end of the season, they weren't that darn bad. They're only going to get better. Okay, Chris Godwin is going to get better. O.J. Howard's going to get better. Uh, the Bucks' offensive line, as an offensive lineman, you usually get better every year. You get better every single year until your body starts giving up. And I don't think other than Demar, you know, Dotson, who's probably on the way out, everybody else is is in the prime of their career. Byron Leftwich is going to be better this year because he's going to learn from Tom Brady. He's going to learn, um, you know, the little nuances of calling plays and why and you know why in certain situations, and he's going to learn. He learned from last year. He has a lot of work. He has a lot of getting better to do. He did a good job last year, but, you know, to, he's not great yet. You know, Matt Gay, our kicker, he's going to get better. So, I mean, this team is on the rise. And there's, you sprinkle in a couple other veteran players here and there with the JPP and the Sus and, you know, they're, they're here and there. Yeah. And obviously, Tom Brady. Figure out a way to get an offensive lineman and a running back in the draft that make a difference. And the Bucs don't have that many holes. They don't. So let's hope. Um, and pray that the football gods don't mess with us because you don't really want a short season with a whole new team like this. The longer the season goes, the better for the Buccaneers because they should be getting better towards the back end of the season because they probably won't come out of this, you know, week one looking like a well-to-oiled machine. It doesn't usually work out that way. So we're hoping for a full season if you're a Buccaneer fan because, you know, this ain't going to be, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. This might take a little while. But I hope you guys are enjoying the off season and it's about as off as it can be. Um, it, sitting on the on the chair all day long. It'd be nice to have football to watch, and we don't have that, unfortunately. You know, I find myself watching a lot of old shit and that's getting old real fast. So let's hope this world gets back to some normalcy real, real quick, and sports come back because uh, I sure do miss it, that's for sure. If anybody who wants to email me, it's Ian Beckles at radioinfluence.com. Uh, other than that. Uh, let's just plug away our draft coming right around the corner and um, maybe try to get on uh, maybe somebody uh, from the Pew Report or something like that to talk about the draft beforehand because they they know a little bit more than I do because I'm not doing all that investigative journalism because you know what, they don't make me no damn money everybody have a wonderful week and please be safe peace out
0: you have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence This is an MJ Morning Show podcast quick fix on Radio Influence. Fester, tell me about your wife. Your wife has, what, designated clothes now in the garage? What's the story with when you go out of the house, you have to change like you're in the movie Outbreak or something? All right, listen, first of all, I've been feeling very free about talking about my old lady because I didn't think she was listening to the podcasts. Turns out <laughs> she is, and she's just not telling me. And so last week, Froggy's talking about how he changes in his gr- driveway. And Michelle, you said, oh, you change in the garage. And she's like, you know, that's really a pretty good idea. You need to start coming in through the garage, strip everything down and sanitize in the garage. And then she's laid out like on... On a shelf, sorry, Froggy, we didn't buy it from you, uh, the five or six little T-shirt and short outfits to put on to come inside the house. All right, because, F- Fester, you're the designated goer-outer. That's what you're called? <laughs> we had a vote. We had a vote. We, we, it, was, it was me and the kids, and we talked. They told the kids they're not going. I am the designated goer-outer. If, it's, if we need to go out for something, I go out for it. She doesn't go to the stores. She hasn't been to a store or a, or a supermarket or the, the warehouse club in in three, four weeks. I do everything outside of the house. I, I do it doesn't matter. You're still going out and bringing home the corona. It's but all when, over your big, enormous, fat body. You can think of all the space the corona can attach to you. Okay. And then you so bring cool. it home to your family, hey, and then, you know, hey, you should stay home. Hey, Fester, or, Fester, or, Fester yeah. listen, Froggy brings up a very interesting point, because I happen to have a story here, and the headline is, Obesity Increases Risk for Coronavirus Complications. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, geez, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so horrible. Oh, <laughs> it's Perfect. <laughs> The MJ Morning Show podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, MJMorningShow.com, and RadioInfluence.com.